dream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Getting Podcast with Austin. Probably your favorite host. We should be your favorite host. I'm Christy Heat Matthews, joined as always by Garrett G Money Month. And I'm a picker, I'm a greener, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner. <laughs> You play your music in the sun. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm a bitch. I'm a tease. I'm a god on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna be uh, taking out the Russell Gannon podcast on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, great segue. <laughs> so you can follow the Facebook page at facebook.com slash WrestleGunnPod. Uh, Twitter, Twitter at WrestleGunnPod with one D. Instagram, WrestleGunnPod with two Ds. And for the underscore collection as well on Instagram, YouTube.com slash for the collection. And you can buy some of our awesome stuff at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Podcast. And you can head over to Redbubble, where we just put up a brand new shirt design called Splash of Flare. So that's redbubble.com slash people slash podcast. And you can get that awesome uh, Charlotte Flair Charlotte spoof shirt that we put up there. Because, you know, we like to call her Splash Mountain. It's the longest line for the wettest ride. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. All right. Um, kind of skipped here. What's going on, fellas? Well, I'm a little upset, but I'll get to it later. What do you say? I'm not upset. I just got to get something off my chest. But I'll get it off later when we All talk right. about it. Oh. Uh-huh. And I'm going to make Chris pissed off, I'm sure. I don't think really there's anything you can say unless you you're gonna bad mouth punk, aren't you? Damn right, eh? You we'll son of a that. bitch. Hot <laughs> we'll get there. take coming out. You can't bad mouth punk. That was the greatest return all weekend. I don't know. I don't know. Well, according that, to that, our that Twitter followers, to it was what I was gonna say. But go ahead. <laughs> But, oh, but you know man. what? You know what? I'll say it like this to start off my rant. You want to know why he was the biggest return of all time? Because of WWE. Without WWE, there is no CM Punk. So fuck you. There is right. no okay. hype behind okay. him like there is. Where is uh, I love those redheads and uh, had one come back and also that's the greatest one of the week. <laughs> all right we're just gonna we're gonna get into it now then because i need to explain something to you and uh-huh. everybody else go ahead wwe isn't wrestling 
No shit. They are sports entertainment. Punk no said shit. he left wrestling in 2005. You are correct. <laughs> That's the thing that people are missing. Wrestling is a dirty word to Vince McMahon. So everybody keeps skipping over that. Um, as a running podcast was doing live on their Twitch feed last night, and they were kind of talking a little bit, talking about Punk's return as well. Um, and they had mentioned someone in the comment feed had mentioned that um, also. And I said the same thing. WWE is not wrestling. They don't consider themselves wrestling. They're sports entertainment. And I agree. But I'm just telling you, without WWE, CM Punk does not get the pop he gets when he comes out for AEW. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I do. I agree. Like, because I heard, like, honestly, I've heard of Punk, heard of CM Punk, but wasn't really a I mean, fan. I heard about him before too. WWE, so right. That's just my thing with like, and it's not even just him in general. It's a lot of them in AEW. All they do is badmouth WWE, but without WWE, a lot of those people would have no idea who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. they want to talk. About- they want to talk about ratings, but it's like a bunch of people t- tuned in to see fucking the WWE that they wanted to see. Oh, CM Punk. Oh, Aleister Black. Uh, we want Bray Wyatt to be all elite. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, like I can give you perfect examples. Are you telling me that without WWE, you would know Chris Jericho? No, you wouldn't. Yes. No, you well, would know Chris Jericho. Now yeah. you would, but yeah. No. No, I do. Chris well, Jericho. Jericho was a mainstay in WCW and ECW. WCW. So a lot of Whatever. people that followed, like myself and Carl, who followed WCW and ECW, yes, we would know Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Jericho is a bad one. example. The other, the prime Cody example Rhodes would be, be an example. Cody Rhodes, yes, John Moxley, unless you followed yep. him in CZW. But even then, CZW was an ind- is an independent promotion, and not really. Like they have a rabid fan base, but it's not something that was national that you saw on like a like a national or worldwide level like WWE. But I do I do agree with you that you know we wouldn't know Punk unless we straight up follow follow Ring of Honor and Impact um, closely. But he wouldn't be as big. He wouldn't be as big of a deal either. Like no, I agree. Yeah. To me, without Pug specifically, without WWE, would not have been put on the pedestal he was put on. And yeah, I mean, I the other two companies that you just mentioned. You can see Punk and TNA. He wasn't that good. <laughs> no, I mean, because they didn't really. They straddled him with Raven. Yeah. I mean, which which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think if they would have let him have a little more freedom, like Ring I of mean, Honor did. We probably yeah. would have got a little farther with Punk in in. But Impact. it was early in his career too, though. Yeah. You know, like he was red behind the ears. But because I think he, he left the- Ring of Honor and went to Impact, and left Impact and went back to Ring of Honor. Probably and before he jumped to WWE. But there's also, if, um, YouTube has a triple threat match: CM Punk. Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. 
when uh, both Mysterio and Eddie is um, when Eddie was released from WWE and Mysterio was also hadn't been signed yet. So it's one of those, one of those like one-off matches that you never think you would ever see, but it was like a phenomenal triple threat match. And it was in like a freaking high school gym. I love it. Yeah, but yeah, Chris Jericho is a bad example. Like he was already uh like we knew who he was when he debuted on WWE. Like I knew who he was already. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be like the, the superstar, like the megastar that he is now without WWE. Like, he Which is the point I was getting to. Yeah, he I mean, would have had I don't think he's a megastar now. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, he's good, but he's not like He's not like a Shawn Michaels or a Hulk Hogan or anything like that. Like, well, he does. Anytime he left and came back, he got a, a pretty big ovation. Like, people pop pretty big for him. Was was it? Just, would it be as loud as an HBK or Hogan or a Road Warrior reaction? No, but it's still it's still a pretty big reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. Don't. I'm not trying to knock him. Yeah. Like, he's good. I mean, he's just not. I mean, he's not see like he didn't bring in a million viewers to AEW when <laughs> on a Friday, ten o'clock on a Friday night. So, <laughs> yep. I mean, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that switched over from SmackDown to to AEW to see Punk return. Yeah. I mean, if you if you listened to us last week, we we live reacted to it. You no, know, I, I mean, mean I was that's not something I was going to miss, regardless of what was going on. Like I would have tuned in. Like doing this podcast or not, I would have tuned in to see CM Punk return. That, that's just me. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot of people that hasn't watched wrestling in a while too. Um, that you know tuned in to see CM Punk just because they heard he was coming back or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Punk being like I said, Punk's like one of my top three. I know. That's why when I knew I was gonna talk shit about him, I knew it was gonna piss you well, off. are we gonna talk about are we gonna talk about Becky Lynch though? Because I figure I feel like uh, Becky Lynch had the bigger return uh, just by the emotion. Uh, of it. Yeah, we we're gonna talk about it. So, um, but Becky Becky's return was pretty big. Um, yeah. I think as far as like the reaction goes, I think Punk had the the better crowd reaction. I mean, I think course, the pop is louder, but I, I mean, think you're also looking at a smaller arena too. Smaller, yeah. and, and he's been out of the game a lot longer. Yeah. But the disappointment on the crowd, like you know, you know how <laughs> he was, and you find out that Sasha Banks wasn't going to wrestle. So yeah. like, I'm like you're low. So you're, like, you're like, fuck WWE, you fucking. You know, why are you even fucking advertise this? Why did you play the video package beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> and then when Becky came out, like, it was, you know. It wasn't even that. It's like, here's Carmella. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, Carmella comes out, you're fucking disappointed as all hell. And then, you know, Becky Lynch comes out, and then, you know, you went from, like, the lowest of the lows to the highest of the highs. It was technically, was, uh, wasn't that a triple threat match? <laughs> No, it was just a tech team. Uh, it, was, it was just a regular match. <laughs> like it took it took Becky longer to beat up Carmella 
than it did for her to beat Bianca. Yep. <laughs> oh, that match was, I believe the official time on that match was 27 seconds. Yeah. Yep, something like that. More on that aspect of it when we get to that match, but wait. As far as returns go, like I, I get more excited from the Becky Lynch return and the CM. I point. think, yeah. Um, the Twitter poll that we put up, I asked, you know, uh, let us know who you thought had the best return from this past weekend. Uh, CM Punk, eighty percent of the votes. Uh, Becky Lynch had five percent, and Brock Lesnar had fifteen. And then we had a couple. I posted on Instagram as well. We had a couple say Lesnar. Um, a couple say Punk, so like Punk pretty much was the uh, title though. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Becky won the title. So <laughs> I'm saying I think that thing with Lesnar, oh everybody was like, didn't expect it, and then he came out like fucking ripped his shit, like looked like a completely different person. Yeah, like, <laughs> he looked like he looked like he, he instead of like pumping. <laughs> He wasn't pumping steroids. He was pumping, pumping, freaking pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> you put me in the mind of uh, like Ninja Turtles three. Like you just look like a Ninja Turtle from Ninja Turtles three. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, there, there was a Ninja. Ninja Turtles three was the end. Huh? Said Turtles Three was the animated one. Which one was the one where they uh, like went to like uh, like old China or whatever? Like what back in there, there, there's no such movie that that happened in. Dude, yeah, there is. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't talk about that movie. It never happened. But it I goes from Turtles to Two to animated. I was, <laughs> I was fucking a little kid when that shit came out, and I enjoyed that movie, bro. I was pissed because that was the only one I got to see in the theater. Well, at least you got to see it in the theater. I saw it on VHS, but I was fucking excited as hell to see that movie. And oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, now, if you look at it now, but not when you was fucking like. No, I was, I was actually excited to see it because that was the first time I got to see a uh, Turtles movie in the theater. It just. Like looking back at it now, it was like it sucks that it had to be that one. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't give me Turtles two, <laughs> nope, Turtles three. <laughs> like son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> oh, running around with a little Japanese kid named Yoshi. Wrong with Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi was annoying. <laughs> Incredibly well, annoying. Every, I think everyone that's a that's Yoshi is annoying. And yeah. Mario Yoshi's annoying as well. Mario cartoon, yes. Sure. <laughs> Yoshi in general is annoying in every game. <laughs> oh, awesome! He just comes might with be, the name. Might be the uh, the next tol- Twitter poll. Who's more annoying? <laughs> Turtles three Yoshi or Mario Yoshi? oh awesome all right so that's that's pretty much the the big thing um i guess we don't need to talk about punk's return from rampage but we can while we're on the subject of returns um no actually we'll we'll get into it later i was going to talk about punk's um 
uh, Dynamite debut, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's let's get to it. Let's get to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number? What's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one nine hundred forty five four Hulk. All right. So news this week. Got got some got some stuff some stuff here for the news. Um, what do you guys think about four hours of Raw? Well, I think it should go like two hours. Three hours. That's just me. <laughs> I think it should go two hours. <laughs> Good lord. Three hours too long. Yep. Three hours too long. <laughs> well, apparently uh, Nick Khan, our wonderful new head of WWE, uh, thinks that uh, four hours of Raw will be beneficial to the company. <laughs> We're also talking about the same person that released Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh, who, who are both apparently going to go to Impact, hopefully. I think, yeah, Wyatt is got deals, the, talks I'll going on. So, from what I read, Impact is like number one trying to sign Bray Wyatt over everybody else. And oh. then I saw a thing that said that Impact's going after Strowman and uh, Brady Murphy. Well, Murphy was on there this week. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he should have debuted this week. Um, under his name, <laughs> Buddy Matthews. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. he's no relation. <laughs> <that I'm, laughs> you know, Damn. I was like, hey, man, you're like my third cousin removed or whatever. <laughs> Can I get tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I heard about Strowman, and then they were trying to get uh, Wyatt. Which, to be honest, I honestly would rather see Wyatt on Impact than AEW. Not gonna lie. But yeah, I mean, me. probably we'll probably see him on AEW anyway. Which, which, like speaking the, of, did you see that uh, that thing that someone posted in the group about um, that new figure coming out with the Fiend, the Christmas one? Oh, the the Funko. Did you see that? Uh, it's kind of yeah. weird that they're still doing that. And he's not even signed. Kind of fucked up. To be honest. Well, they they own the IP for it, so yeah, I, mean, I know. But he didn't get paid for it. He didn't work for the company. No, because it's not his um, it's not his likeness. Like if it was actually his face and not a mask, like he would he would get paid for it. But no, I guess. Well, I, I just it depends on what his contract is because some of those people still get uh. Uh, money from their merch and stuff. They might. Then chances are that might not even come out. It might just get canceled. You know. True. Let's roll through. Double check. It was here. a Walmart exclusive. Yep. Which is worse. No, he actually was not on Impact this week. That's right. I thought he was. Well, they did tape a lot of stuff, so maybe you just saw it yeah. from a taping. Yeah, I think so. Because um, the main event on Impact was Rich Swan and Willie Mack versus the Good Brothers. But, uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I am, I'm digging the uh, Neil Dashwood and Madison Rain tag team. We'll, we'll get back to that later. Um, 
let's flip back here. Uh, we already talked best return of the weekend. Um, our Twitter folks voted CM Punk. Um, we're kind of torn a little bit that little bit between CM Punk and Becky Lynch. Um, on that one. Um, this one, th- this next thing here, AEW not allowing figures to be signed at meet and greets. Yeah. So they apparently are doing a charity softball game. Um, I can't remember exactly where it is, but they have a bunch of AEW superstar, AEW talent um, participating in the softball game. And there's a meet and greet with them before the game. They're not allowing you fans to bring figures to get signed at the meet and greet. It's probably like a COVID protocol because I know um, uh, the football team I follow, uh, shout out Tennessee Titans, when they had uh, an open practice that they did for the fans, like they weren't allowed to sign any autographs that were like brought in. So what they did was they signed like a bunch of footballs and like threw them to the crowd because mm-hmm. they didn't want to, you know, put the players at risk for COVID. That's probably what it is. It's probably some kind of COVID protocol. I'm guessing. What? They do charge a premium fee at shows for signed figures. A signed AEW figure, regardless of who it is, starts at about $100. That's terrible. Yeah. So you don't, they don't even like, you don't even get to see them sign it. They just have a stack of signed figures that they're going to charge you at least $100 for. Like, I could see, like, if I was meeting, like, Cody beforehand and he signed the figure for me while, like, during the meet and greet and then paid for it. No. Well, they're straight up at the merch stand, $100 a pop. Dang. Absolutely ridiculous. And then if you bring a figure to a meet and greet, um, an AEW-style meet and greet, like, sponsored meet and greet, they do charge a premium fee to sign the figure and it's about a hundred dollars wow yeah that's insane yep i saw that the um aw fan fest that they did before um was it uh all in yeah it was all yeah they were they were charging premium fees for fans to get their figures signed yeah awesome uh, all right. Uh, new NXT logo debuted today. What did you guys think of that? Uh, Garrett loved it. Um, yeah, I did. It was amazing. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. I actually kind of it's different than what we've seen before. So they're getting away from the black and gold. It's more of like a like a spray paint splatter type design like paint splatter type thing um apparently it was developed by wall a so of course it was yeah because they've been doing like huge collaborations with him on different clothing um different apparel items so i think they got some sneakers drop in or some sweaters i think at uh foot action so but yeah i mean it's different i'm kind of interested to see where they're going with this um, we talked a little bit before we started recording about them, uh, taping a few episodes of NXT in advance and then completely like gutting the, um, CWC 
and rebuilding for the for the new set of uh, NXT tapings. Yeah, I was saying I was wondering if they're going to redesign the belts with that new logo on it. I yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised well, if they if they do like. They probably will eventually. Look at Samoa Joe with shiny new belt with that. It'll be like paint splattered all over it. Yep. Look like a Zach Moore shirt from Six Out of There you go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's that was pretty much it for in the ring news. Uh, figure news this week got a few little tidbits. Uh, Zombie Sailor Toy showed off some sketch art for their new Nick Gage figure. Um, the ring attire on this will be based off his match with Matt Cardona for the GCW Championship. And we'll also have a working pizza cutter that will actually cut your pizza better than the actual pizza cutter. Nice. <laughs> yes. So your Nick Gage figure will have a functioning pizza cutter. So. Uh, then Thursday, about 6 o'clock, Amazon did some a. uh, a live stream with some new reveals for some uh, new WWE figures. Um, wasn't really live. It looked more like a pre-tape thing with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano going over some of the figure stuff. Um, but they did drop pre-orders for the new Ultimate Edition Fan Takeover um, Ultimate Warrior and Triple H. Uh, so we're getting a Ultimate Edition of the WrestleMania 6 Warrior and a Ultimate Edition of a 2006 era DX Triple H. So those are up for order now, um, and they are shipping in March of next year. So um, I did pre- see it. 2006 era DX. Oh, who wants that shit? Well, apparently somebody did because it won the fan vote. Well, those fans are freaking retarded. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want a DX. You know, a hornswoggle. DX. I mean, I don't, I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> but if I did, that would be the last one I owned. <laughs> 2005 DX. Yeah, that like, wasn't. I don't want to count that as right. You don't count that as DX? Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> only like the 97, 98 DX is DX. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, also, during that as well, they put up um, pre-orders for like some of the new elites, like Candice LeRae and uh, a couple other ones that were coming out in that next series. Um, you can go check it out on Amazon. Uh, also, WWE fan vote for the next set of Ultimate Edition Amazon exclusive take fan takeover figures was Goldberg. They literally gave us like the same figure in three different things um just like different enough but uh you have 98 wcw goldberg uh 2003 and 2018 wwe versions of goldberg so you got oh my. like gradually see, getting older goldberg that's <laughs> even worse than fucking 2005 dx it's like <laughs> old ass yep, yep. Um, I voted 98 WCW Goldberg. Um, 
which had pretty much a resounding um, total of the votes. So I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> people are like, what accessories is this going to come with? <laughs> I mean, we can get a cloth Goldberg shirt. We can get some stairs, maybe some sparklers, a cord you can trip on that he's doing his little entrance kick. Um, <laughs> maybe a packing Gilbert. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that they're, they're going to add a bonus fourth figure and it'll be like, what Goldberg will look like in twenty years? It'll come with a, no. <laughs> come with a a, a wheelchair, uh, a little no, bag of sparklers. I got it. I got it. Get it's oh, gonna gosh. come with a a twelve foot hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Couple security guards in the dressing room door. <laughs> <laughs> Come with a box army, man. Actually, that honestly, <laughs> that dressing room door thing wouldn't be a bad accessory. Because we got when they did um no when they did APA when they did the elites for Farouk and Bradshaw, um one of them came with the APA door, and the other one came with their table and some APA chairs. Yeah, so, cool. I mean, we can get a a Goldberg dressing room door or a locker with like a. Headbutt dent in it. In a 12 foot hallway. <laughs> so you can have a long entrance. That's what, uh, that's how I think, bad thing about SummerSlam. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Never mind. I don't want to jump into SummerSlam. We'll wait. Oh, man. Awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty much it for figure news. There wasn't like a whole lot of uh, wrestling figure stuff, there was a bunch of other reveals from other companies. And all that fun stuff, but we don't really get into that a whole lot here. Um, but you can check out our friends over at the Run In Podcast, and they will uh, deep dive into some of those right. new uh, figure releases. Ew. Awesome, good stuff. Um, yeah, that's it for figure news. That's it for news. You guys got anything else? Uh, no, man. Except for 2005 DX, it's not 2005 DX, and. <laughs> All right, well then let's go ahead and go bell to bell. Just get into it. SummerSlam on a Saturday night. SummerSlam <laughs> on a Saturday night. I uh, so weird watching Summer watching the, the, like a flagship roster on a Saturday night. It's crazy. Yeah. It's you, you know what's funny though? The flagship roster was on Sunday night. He 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 he. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, all right. So we, there's actually quite a few matches that we missed for our prediction stuff, um, which yeah. I realize later on, but, um, right. let's before just, before we get into the, before we get into the matches, can we talk about the like arena setup? That was awesome. 
Better oh, was yeah. was a bitch in seven. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah, it was like the uh, was that Royal Rumble a few years ago where they had just the 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 monitors, like the small little dugout type thing. I think so. I think it's actually where the entrance was was from the dugout because they came up. I think it may have been. No, it might have been. I don't remember. Yeah. So, but they had the screens like. The two screens on the side they had the screen in the back and they came out like in front of the screen so it's kind of like that um which I, I i'm a fan of that low profile entrance i really like it it's like a nice sleek design and then the rampway having that curve in it was like a like a 90s type throwback thing so. yeah it was nice it was tight. i liked it it was awesome so big props to wwe for for that nice entryway. <laughs> oh man. All right. So let's get into this pay-per-view SummerSlam. Uh, go over some quick results here. RK Bro defeats AJ Styles and Omos. Hey, and team team. Raw tag team champions. I'm pretty sure all three of us were gonna pick them anyways, but it matter. Yeah. So but we didn't do predictions on that one. Um, that unfortunately, I, the list that I had didn't have that match on there. Yeah, good. I was glad to see him win a tag team title, so get him off of uh, Omos because I'm I was tired of seeing people trying to you know work with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. The other one that we missed here too. Oh, this was like this by far was probably one of the worst matches of the night. Um, Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. Yeah, this was, I don't I don't know why they had this match. Like, and then the crowd booed Alexa Bliss. <laughs> like, I, Alexa doesn't have any say in this character. Like, that's it's what the company wants her to do. Like, she doesn't have a. <laughs> it's not her fault. Stop booing her. Yeah. Again. <laughs> We thought we are going to pick Alexa Bliss for this match. Yeah, that would have been a definite. Uh, but the plus side is we saw some dissension with uh, Piper Niven and Eva Marie. Which uh, boiled over on Monday, but uh, yeah. yeah. With, uh, with Eva Marie uh, attacking Piper and slamming her head into a, one of the little crate things. So I think we're, uh, we're going to see uh, Piper get her hands on Eva here relatively soon. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. Um, hopefully uh, after this she doesn't like fade off into obscurity so Eva Marie can Piper can we can keep Piper mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so one of the first matches we had that we actually had a prediction for uh Damian Priest and Sheamus for the United States Championship I actually I like this match good Watch this is one of the few matches I watched it was, it was a solid match. Like, Sheamus is. Like, I mean, Sheamus could fucking wrestle a blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Kenny fucking Omega. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sheamus is one of those guys. He's kind of like in like that. um, Like that Triple H big show kind of spot where, hey, we need somebody that can do this. Let's put mm-hmm. Sheamus in there. Yeah, and he's like he's really good. Like the only downfall he has is he's ugly, you know. It's like 
I will say I miss the Mohawk, though. That's I miss Seamus and the Mohawk. And you don't have a soul. That's probably why he's so good, is because he's a soulless ginger, so he's got nothing to nothing to lose. Definitely. Yeah. But uh but he did lose, unfortunately, and he lost the United States championship to uh Damian Priest, which I'm not mad about that either. I like Damian Priest. Um he seemed to uh come more into his own on the main roster since debuting in uh at last year's WrestleMania with Bad Bunny. Yeah. Um I think more so than he was in NXT. So I think his work so far on Raw has been much better than what he's done in NXT. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't really like him that much in NXT, but now that he's been on Raw, um I kinda, you know, enjoy seeing him now. He's one of the bright sides of overall. Absolutely. Um uh, like if you, very small bright sides of Raw. Yeah. If you want to see more of Damian Priest stuff, um he had quite a few amazing matches in Ring of Honor um under yep. the name Punishment Martinez. Oh uh, yeah. specifically with Jay Lethal. Like they oh, had a yeah. nice few before that, uh, that's how I know who he is. Where he had left. Like amazing matches. So definitely check those out. I actually feel like I brought that up to you. I was like, who's this Punishment Martinez guy? And you're like, oh, that dude's awesome. <laughs> I'm almost positive that happened. Yeah, it's, that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, this dude's awesome. <laughs> yeah, to be like fucking 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, however the fucking tall he is. <laughs> uh, Prediction-wise for this match, both uh, Carl and I picked uh, Damian Priest. Uh, Garrett went with Sheamus to retain, so that puts us um one one to zero. Woo! Uh, let's see next. Eat shit, uh, Garrett. Yep. Probably in one of the the next worst match of the night, the Usos and uh the Meh, as I referred to them on the running podcast last night, the Meh Stereos, M E H, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be our next shirt. Mysterios. <laughs> Mysterios. Uh, it was, I don't know. This this match was missing something. Like wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. This I love the Usos. Like the Usos are one of the best tag teams WWE has on the roster. But yeah. like it's just uh, this this wasn't that great of a match. Definitely not a great outing for them. Um but I did like the Mysterios uh uh, Macho Man inspired ring ti- ring attire. Of course you do. But who's who's not gonna like it? It's the Macho Man. It was awesome. He he <laughs> didn't have the best uh uh of the night though. Definitely, uh, oh. oh, definitely not. Um, it was definitely nowhere close to uh, Edge and um, <laughs> Seth Rollins ring gears. Nope. Yeah, that, those are pretty awesome. better than that. Nope. What was better than that? Xavier Woods <laughs> and uh, Razor Ramon. Oh, Xavier Woods and Scott Hall. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were talking about uh, Rock Lesnar's ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing no. beats Brock Lesnar's ponytail. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brock Lesnar discovered pumpkin spice lattes and. <laughs> grew out his hair. 
<laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, yeah. The Usos retained over the Mysterios. Um, we'll move into the next matchup, which was supposed to be Bianca Belair defending against Sasha Banks. Um, but for whatever reason, Sasha was unable to compete, um, getting the fans all let down and everything, especially after hyping up, continuing to hype Sasha versus uh, Bianca, even right up to minutes before the match. They're like, oh, yeah, well, Sasha can't compete tonight. Um, here's Carmella. And you was pissed. Everybody was fucking pissed. Everyone was pissed. And then they're getting ready to start the match. And then it happens. And we hear, whoa. And yep. out comes Becky Lynch. Probably, probably the best WWE return this weekend, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Oh, the mm-hmm. the 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 pop that she got. Um, I was popping, like, like in our group chat. I was like freaking out. I was like, "It's Becky." Yeah. Back. Guess what? I didn't get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to jerk off, but the match was too quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So Becky beats down Carmella. She literally tells Bianca, hold on a second, and like beats down Carmella and then gets in the ring and challenges Bianca to a title match. Uh, goes to shake Bianca's hand and then hits her with like a forearm and then a rock bottom. And then pins her. And the one. 27 two. seconds was the official time on that match. 27 seconds. The outburst on Twitter. Went from yay Becky to what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> then the hashtag Bianca deserves better started trending. Oh, yeah, fuck Bianca. How about that? <laughs> I am not that big of a Bianca Belair fan. Um, she's gotten more entertaining since being on the main roster. Um, but it's just I'm not. I can't get behind the character. I can't get behind the hair whips. I can't get behind the skipping to the ring. Like all that stuff that just makes her look like a high school or a college like sorority girl. So it's yeah. just, just irritating. Um, but yeah, I'm what? glad Becky came back. I'm glad <laughs> Becky won. Fuck Bianca. <laughs> yeah. Plus, uh, I mean, she lost to to the that the biggest woman in the business right now. Absolutely. Right? And it's not like, you know, Becky's only coming and wrestling like, you know, three times a year or something like Brock Brock Lesnar was doing in the past or anything like that. She lost to like a legit like star. So I I don't see what the big deal about her having a squash match. Like she's young. Uh, It's probably going to lead to a feud with Becky, which, you know, would be more to gain from her. Uh, than just, you know, having a normal match and losing the belt. Think Where about Becky how... will be the heel. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Think about how over Bianca would be if she beats Becky and gets the title back. Like, she'll yeah. probably be over as a heel. They're probably going to turn... Honestly, I think they're going to turn Bianca heel. Nope, they turn Becky heel. I don't think... Mm. Becky as a heel doesn't work, though. 
they already started it. Oh, tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, let's see how that goes. Um, but the the whole thing with this match, too, is you can say, you know, it was pretty much, you know, the, the surprise factor of, um, okay, I was supposed to be wrestling Sasha. Okay, I'm not wrestling Sasha anymore. Now I'm wrestling Carmella. Okay, I'm familiar with Carmella. I can deal with Carmella beating her, just beat her two days ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have Becky, who you've not stepped foot in the ring with at all. And, and you lose 27 seconds to a multi-time, to a former multi-time women's champion. Yeah, and plus Becky did a heel thing and, you know, try to shake, like, you know what I'm saying, like, like she was going to shake her hand and then hit her with yeah. the, you know what I'm saying, like it was out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 So she like she completely punked Bianca. And that's that was the biggest thing with that match. But people yeah. are still bitching, still bitching about it today. Yeah. Like they just justice for Bianca. Bianca deserves better. Like, oh my god, just let the storyline play out. Like the storyline just started. Like really yeah. tonight. Just started. <laughs> <laughs> let it play out. They're not yeah. gonna give you a 20 minute five star match right off the bat. <laughs> Especially yeah. if these two never stepped foot in a ring together. Or if, the match wasn't, or if the match wasn't advertised, you know what I mean? Like, you know how much yeah. many more faces they'll get to watch it when they're like, oh, Bianca Baylor versus Becky Lynch. Extreme rules, like steel cage match or whatever. Like, here you go, because you know we're gonna see them wrestle for like the next six months, so it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. unless one of them goes to RAW after after the draft happens after Extreme Rules. But yeah, um, <laughs> this one we don't really have to judge this one because Carl picked Sasha Banks, <laughs> Garrett picked Bianca Belair, I picked Sasha Banks. Obviously, they're both all wrong, but Carl does get a half a point for. Uh, predicting <laughs> Becky Lynch's return, it was just in the wrong match. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, let's see it all right. Yeah. After this, one, we had Drew McIntyre um, defeating Jinder Mahal. Nobody really cares. I think. I think I fell asleep <laughs> during this match. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm just I'm through with Drew McIntyre. Like he's gonna have to do something like amazing to he's, win back. He, they gotta move him to SmackDown and like bring somebody over in his place, like just uh to kinda make things a little different, but who knows what's gonna happen. Like, like I was all for like Drew McIntyre two years ago winning the title, um having that nice decent run with the title. Then it's like, oh my god! Like this match should have happened last year. The the sword, the sword is too goofy. Uh, yeah, it, you know what it is. Yeah, Vince watched Braveheart. Yep. Vince finally watched Braveheart and said, "We got a Scottish guy. Let's give him a sword." <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. I thought he was He's supposed gonna... to be Highlander from uh, the TV series. <laughs> He's going to come out with a kilt. <laughs> oh, he literally had half his face painted blue for a match. Like, Vince watched Braveheart <laughs> and and thought it was a great, great idea. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man. So, we go from that. We go to the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. 
Um, Carl predicted Becky Lynch was going to come out and make it a fatal four-way and then win. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. That's where Carl's half a point came from. <laughs> <laughs> she came out and she just came out a couple of matches before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlotte wins another title, um, defeating Nikki and Rhea Ripley. Garrett and I both picked Nikki to retain, so zero points on that match. Um, I think I was still sleeping actually during this match. <laughs> it was actually it was our actually our <laughs> match. It was pretty good. Well, I did I did go back and watch some highlights and stuff from it, and it it was definitely better than Bliss and Eva Marie, but that really didn't set the bar very high to begin with. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a it was a pretty decent matchup from what I saw. Uh, probably hands down match of the night, Edge and Seth Rollins. Oh, straight up. Now the whole thing with this um kicked off Friday night. Um Edge actually came out to the brood music, whole brood entrance, and gave Rollins a bloodbath. Yep. Which kicked off the whole thing. And then we got that brood entrance again at SummerSlam. Um, with Edge's gear being very brood inspired. Um, Until you get halfway down the ramp. And then, yep. they, and they flipped over to his regular music. You know. Yeah. I would that was awesome. It was still a great entrance. Yeah, that was all. I loved it. I was fucking, you know, having a blast just watching that movie. Uh, movie <laughs> that match. It's like the I was going to say, so, so are we agreeing this was the best match on it? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's really not after this there wasn't anything better so no and before this there really wasn't anything better so um we all picked edge to win um edge actually won by submission uh there was at one point in here i thought edge had a pretty awesome counter to the curb stomp um you'll catch in uh rollins foot which is really cool and i think that's actually the uh the final Yep. Um, the final part of the matchup, or the finish mm-hmm. of the match, so, which is great. Uh, great matchup. Like these two guys, like Rollins is another one of those guys where if you put him in any type of storyline, any type of match, regardless, even all those matches with Ray Met Stereo, like they were still decent matches. And Rollins had a lot to do with that. But yeah, um, I just, that stupid eyeball. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, uh, the same here with Edge. Like these two guys just work phenomenally well together. Like their in-ring chemistry was great. Um, kind of hoping we see we get another match out of these two. Um, it's looking that way. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we go from that one to probably one of the top, probably the top worst match in the night: Lashley and Goldberg. Like the only I was watching. So the, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that made me hate the the entrance ramp was Goldberg's entrance. It was like, dude, the fucking ramp is long enough. Like, you don't have to come from your fucking uh, dressing room. <laughs> All I can say is Goldberg son shouldn't have dabbed on the top rope like the first time he was on Raw, because that probably would have saved him from getting that ass beating from Lashley. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch. 
But we got to talk about too. Why ain't Lashley been arrested for assaulting a minor? <laughs> Probably because uh, what's Goldbergson's name? I think it's Gage. Gage. Yeah, he'll probably become a WWE star. He, he should have been arrested with an, with an entitled-ass white person named, like, Gage. Lashley <laughs> should have been arrested. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's probably coming, like, uh, join tech, like, a tag team thing with, like, uh, Dominic Mysterio. And so, the... so we get to see the Oldbergs versus Mysterios? Yep. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Mysterios. <laughs> uh, nobody wants to see that. Uh, but we I Carl Goldberg to win. <laughs> I think you just said Goldberg to be a dick. So. <laughs> but, uh, Lashley, Lashley wins. Uh, MVP like whacks Goldberg in the knee with his cane. Um, that was pretty much the downfall of that matchup. Goldberg couldn't compete. Like. You're getting ready to have a, a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules, but we're going to call a, a fucking main event match because the guy's like... <laughs> so. He got an owie on his kneecap. <laughs> his knee got scraped on the ring mat. I just, I just want to say, uh, Carl, I, uh, I, uh, I'm so impressed you got the... Uh, what was going to happen in the last match, right? I mean, The Rock coming out there with Vin oh, yeah. Diesel, that, man. That Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see that coming. Well, uh, the Fast and Furious here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel came out there in his, his car, his pimped up car. And, and he said, it's okay. He they may have okay, a we're family. But we have a family. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Roman defeated Cena. This match actually wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It was pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was was okay, man. This this is probably um, right behind. I mean, considering the rest of the matches on the card, this is behind Edge and Rollins as contender for match of the night. (laughs) Oh, just by default. Uh, I'd say the um, uh, Damian Priest. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably that probably ranks higher than this one. So this is definitely yeah. like third third best match in the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we saw this. We saw uh, Reigns win. Uh, Cena will be gone for a while again. Then we saw the return of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman looking like he got caught cheating. Oh man, that look on his face. Um, I swear this is gonna be the best person on a pole match since Judy Bagwell on a pole. <laughs> well, they, what, you want to hear the funny thing? What they did over the like the shark cage, like they did with Paul Bear. <laughs> oh, that's great. You want to hear the funny the, thing? What's the funny thing? Brock wasn't even on SmackDown. Of course not. Why is he gonna be on SmackDown? We're not seeing Lesnar ain't wrestling until Survivor Series. He ain't wrestling at Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take a guess who he's wrestling at Extreme Rules? Roman? 
Um, who Roman's wrestling? Ah, yep. uh, should be thin. Yep. 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 Brock just came out to fuck with him, and mm-hmm. we ain't seeing Brock. We ain't seeing Brock and Roman until Survivor Series, because they're not going to do that match at Extreme Rules. They're going to save it for one of the big four. Yep. Uh, what is awesome? Like, like we talked earlier, how different Brock looked. Like, dude was in like some shape, man. Like yep. he actually had like definition to him instead of looking like a square. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he literally looked like a triangle. Like, there's no, like, from his, like, chest down to, like, his his ab, like, his abdomen was, like, just a square. And now there's actually some curve and definition, which, like, I had a double take. It was, like, when Ultimate Warrior came back and looked completely different, and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's a different Ultimate Warrior. Like, the original one died. <laughs> this is a different Brock Lesnar. The original Brock Lesnar died. So we have a new guy playing Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I'm the only one that picked Roman to retain. Um, this one's from Oregon. <laughs> Carl made up his own storyline for this matchup. <laughs> and then uh, Garrett picked Cena. So the uh, the breakdown for SummerSlam points wise from the matches that we had, uh, Carl two and a half points, uh, Garrett had two, and I had four. So there we go. Good, Chris. Um, yeah. what, hey, one more thing before we get away from the SummerSlam. Uh, I was talking about this to Chris. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on it, Garrett. <laughs> okay. Uh, what What do you think about? Uh, them announcing that they broke the attendance records. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was funny oh, as shit. COVID. <laughs> I thought that was funny as shit, too. There's been, like, one event prior to this, and it was, I think, a fucking Garth Brooks concert. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, NFL preseason football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garth Brooks' attendance record from two weeks ago. He only had one last fan there. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. oh, awesome. All right, let's get into uh, Sunday night. We had TakeOver 36. Um, a lot of people were wondering if TakeOver was going to deliver on Sunday night following SummerSlam. Um, TakeOver pretty much delivered. Yeah. I really can't say too much about this. We had the uh, we kicked it off with the now gone million dollar championship. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeats L.A. Knight, uh, ends up picking the win by pinfall. Um, Knight takes a punch from the million dollar man and the million dollar dream, which was great. Um, it was awesome. So I enjoyed that match. I think this whole storyline and then the the celebration. Um, Tuesday night, wrap things up nicely, and then Crime uh, <laughs> is walking away with a replica of the million dollar title. <laughs> yep. Oh, it was great. So I think that was a, a good little story arc for the two of them. Um, my only nitpick with this is LA Knight loses 
then shows up on Tuesday trying to get an NXT championship match. But they always do that. Yeah. I know. It's just, it just makes no sense why they I keep agree. doing it. Um, but but um, all three of us, all three of us picked Grimes to win this matchup. So we were all correct on that one too. Good times there. NXT Women's Championship: Raquel Gonzalez uh, defeating Dakota Kai, which was a really good matchup. I think it's probably one of my favorites, aside from um, Ela and Walter yeah. um, from su- Sunday night. Um, you guys both picked Dakota Kai, and I picked Ra- Raquel Gonzalez to retain. Excuse you, I picked DK. It, it's the same thing. DK. Don't you picked DK and <laughs> why? So, this match wasn't bad. Um, but hands down, best match of the night. Ela Dragonoff. And Walter, woo! Dragon off be. Walter tap. Yes, like I, I really wasn't honestly. I wasn't as invested in this match as I probably should have been. But oh, I like, it, it kept my attention, and it was it was a really good match. Uh, but you've been watching more NXT UK than the rest of us have, so yeah, I was kind of like follow it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if I was actually, if I was paying more attention to these guys on NXT UK, I probably would have been more invested into, like, the story arc between them. But just as far as, like, wrestling goes and the matchup, this match was amazing. And Meltzer actually gave it 5.25 stars. Yeah, that was, that was a hell of a match. If I was fucking WWE, dude, I would fucking... You need to get Walter on fucking Raw as the foreign heel. Oh, like, damn. Fucking do Bobby Lash, like, you know what I'm saying? That could be wrestling. You, you want to know one thing that you should have learned from that match? You don't want to take a fucking chop from Walter. Oh, dude, God. Fucking Lord. <laughs> Those chops he was doing, dude, he has, like, some of the best. Dude, I wouldn't want to take a chop from Dragonov either. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> They're all like that, though. All those UK guys throw chops like that. <laughs> Jesus, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great match. That match was great. Um, Dragonov is your new NXT UK champion, ending the record-breaking run for Walter. Just insane. Granted, Walter was champion during a lot of COVID. And they weren't really wrestling or defending the title. But still, I mean, if Nick Allers can claim he's had that huge-ass record, even though he didn't wrestle at all during COVID, Walter can claim the same thing, too. <laughs> well, great matchup. Um, another decent matchup, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole in the uh, ultimate finale, or the undisputed finale, sorry. Uh, two out of three falls. First match was a straight-up wrestling match. Um, Kyle O'Reilly picked up the win on that one. Uh, Adam Cole picks up the second fall in a street fight. And then this goes to a steel cage, uh, for the third fall, which Kyle O'Reilly picks up the win with a submission. Um, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this one? This uh, I did not watch it. Um, but no, it was a good, it was a good match. 
Um, a lot of people still believe that uh, uh, Adam Cole was going to um, AEW. AEW. Uh, I don't think he all, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Uh, apparently, I I did see an article a few hours ago. Uh, the Wrestling Observer, which is you know Dave Meltzer's thing, was reporting that WWE had taken Adam Cole hostage in his house and would not leave until he signed a deal <laughs> with them. Well, apparently he had to shut down his Twitch. He was supposed to stream tonight. So yeah, they, they would that. not. Apparently, they weren't letting him like do anything until they came to an agreement. Or disagreement or whatever. They weren't leaving until they got pen to paper, apparently. Um, I just, I don't think that's cool, honestly. Um, there, there shouldn't be any reason. You know, Zelina Vega kept her Twitch when she came back. She still has her Twitch stream. Um, if I, I believe she still does. I don't see why Adam Cole can't have his. I don't see why we had to kill all this third party stuff just because these guys were making some extra money on the side. It's a it's a it's a money thing. Um oh, I, yeah, it's definitely a money thing. But yeah, I'm guessing that dude whatever whatever tech that Adam Adam Cole wanted, uh he would have got. So from what I Absolutely. heard there was in negotiations about like the Twitch and stuff. So my guess is if he cut it off, they probably gave him enough revenue that, you know, he doesn't have to have Twitch, you know. Uh, but see, I don't think that's the thing, though. I don't think that Adam Cole does the Twitch stream, like, 100% because of the revenue he gets from it. I think he honestly enjoys doing it. I think that's yeah, what a lot I mean, of them do that for. I mean, there's a lot of people that enjoy, like, that other um, type of way to interact with their inter- – interact interact with their fan base and that's you know that's one way for us as fans like to interact with our favorite talent is through social media um through like uh twitch or youtube live or facebook live or things like that uh where they do like the q a's and all the other stuff i mean it's it's a really great way to interact with them and you know get to know them like as far as you know what they want us to know you know, a little bit into their personal lives and stuff like that. Like, it's cool that Adam Cole, you know, play whatever games Adam Cole plays, like whether it be like Call of Duty or Final Fantasy, getting to sit there and talk to your favorite wrestler about, you know, freaking Cloud and the freaking Buster Sword for Final Fantasy or whatever, or just going over like different strategies that they use, in like Call of Duty, something like that is just, you know, stuff that fans enjoy doing. And, like I said, a lot of the talent enjoys doing that too. Mm-hmm. It just it sucks that you know they're taking that that WWE wants to limit that stuff. So because that's gonna honestly that would get me to spend more money on Adam Cole merchandise or you know more WWE related merchandise for that specific wrestler by you know interacting with them outside. And basically, it's it's their time off. What they do on their time off should be their own business. Uh, shouldn't have be controlled by WWE twenty four seven. Yeah, but maybe this is not the last we've seen of Adam Cole. Maybe he will pop up somewhere 
um, in WWE, or then again, maybe he shows up in AEW with uh, with Burt Baker to take on the team of uh, Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Or CM Punk. Or CM Punk and AJ Lee. Oh, baby. I just got got hard. Actually, that's what (laughs) Britt Baker had some interview and saying that was what she wanted. Kind of, sort of. That that would be awesome. Honestly, (laughs) I did see that interview. That'd be awesome. Um, I honestly, we all picked Kyle O'Reilly to win this matchup. Um, This should have been the main event of the show. Um, over the NXT championship match that just feel like the storyline for this was built up better. And there was like more on the line between the two of these, two of these guys compared to Samoa Joe and carrying cross, um, which was, it was an okay match. Like it wasn't anything like to write home about, but it was, it was, it was okay. In my opinion. All I know is that Regal wanted him to win. Joe had wrestled in a while there. So, yeah, uh, we did get the we did get to see the return of the Muscle Buster. So, I mean yeah. that was a plus. Um, but Joe picks up the win and is now the first ever three time NXT champion, and we all picked Joe on that one uh, for the win. Uh, we almost went ahead a perfect card between the three of us, uh, but you guys picked Dakota Kai, <laughs> and um, I shut you guys out. Five to four to four. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a good times there. Uh, let's just run through some of the stuff from the week real quick here. Because uh, we got we still have NWA's pay-per-views coming up this weekend. And I want to talk a little bit about those as well. Um, WWE this week, we saw Karrion Cross's return on Monday Night Raw with some new ring gear. Coming out there looking like a reject from Mortal Kombat. Yep. <laughs> Assault. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so bad. Mm. So bad. Like, he was halfway there, like, to begin with, like, the, the tights that he was wearing. But then they like raided Demolition's wardrobe closet and gave them the rest of it. <laughs> the only thing they gave them was the chaps. <laughs> well, that sucks. Um, but I guess like Nick Khan's biggest thing is having these guys stand out and making their characters more profound and noticeable by doing stupid shit like this. Yeah. Uh, Miz and Morrison. Finally split up with uh, Miz attacking Morrison after interviewing that jackhole Logan Paul um, or Paul Logan or whatever the frick his name is. Logan Paul. Yeah, I don't care, honestly. (laughs) (coughs) Um, So we got that. So we're going to see a program between Miz and Morrison finally. Um, Then we already talked about Eva Marie and Piper Niven. Um, NXT this week we saw a little bit we saw the million dollar title gone as Cameron Grimes tried to give it back to him and <coughs> oh excuse me uh, man uh, Grimes gave the title back to Ted Ted then tried to give it back 
Ted went and actually gave Cameron Grimes back the title, but ended up being a replica, as we talked about earlier. Um, that was a pretty solid matchup. Um, Samoa Joe's next challenger. Apparently, it's either going to be LA Knight, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunn, um, Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Was it Ridge Holland be- or Holland was just out there with Dunn? Holland came out there afterwards and started fighting. Uh, well, that was he. He attacked Champa because Champa. No, he came out there and started attacking Riley. Remember, and then Champa yeah. came out there and started attacking Dunn, and yeah, then and we saw Birch come back, but you didn't mention that at all. I think that's what we forgot. Back. Yeah, Danny Birch came back. He came back in that. What's it? Ridge Holland? Oh, Thatcher's? Yeah. I know Thatcher's out indefinitely. Yeah, because Holland beat down. They beat the shit out of Thatcher. Yeah, that was it. And that's so, that's that was that storyline wise. So, okay. I'm actually I'm cool with that that group. Like, I yeah. mean, I was cool with them before with um, Warkin and Birch and Dunn, but adding um Holland to it is is actually a great great move yeah. on their part. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that wasn't bad actually. Um, NXT was pretty good this week. Um, yeah, was, we had the I mean, the main event, event was pretty good. Main event was good. Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma with uh, Fantasma picking up the win, adding a new member. Yep, this mysterious Hispanic chick. <laughs> what was her name? It was uh, they said her name too. Oh, Mysterio. <laughs> Aaliyah Mysterio. <laughs> I don't remember what her name was. It was like a lecturer or something. I don't remember. Uh, or if it's uh, Selena De La Renta from MLW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember her name. They said her name. Yeah, I don't know I what can't. it was. Putin Toot <laughs> 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 Oh, Awesome. <laughs> All right, let's uh, AEW this week. Uh, <laughs> pretty solid show again. Like, AEW's been putting on some pretty decent shows the last couple weeks. Um, of course, we had Punk's, uh, Punk's ABU on Dynamite. Talked a little bit about, you know, more people he wanted to wrestle. Um, the crowd started chanting, yes. And the biggest thing that came out of this was uh, Punk telling the crowd that that is someone else's shtick and they'll have to be a little patient. So, yeah. Daniel Bryan pretty much confirmed for AEW right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez. Okay. I'll look up who she is. Trying to go. Oh, we had semifinals for the tag team eliminator with um, Varsity Blondes. Versus Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. picked up the win. Uh, so on Rampage, we'll have Lucha Bros. Versus Jurassic Express. And the winners of that match will go on to All Out to take on the Young Bucks inside a steel cage. Do you want to know who won? You want to know who won? Let me guess. Yeah, it, no. it was the Lucha Bros. It was indeed. Because we haven't seen the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks enough that we need to see it again. 
inside a steel cage. Well, remember, we forgot about the last time, so then we'll just do the same exact thing over again, and then we won't know it was any different. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. So. Right. That's how it works, man. Yep. Yay, AEW. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was AEW this week. Like I said, it wasn't bad. You uh, forgot about the biggest part. Oh, what was the biggest part? Um, Malachi Jericho's Black never gonna wrestle Brock again. <laughs> no, Jericho's never going to wrestle again. Oh, yeah. MJF Challenge. You know Jericho's winning that match. <laughs> Jericho's going to defeat MJF, give him his first loss. Because I really highly doubt that they're going to Jericho's not going to wrestle anymore. As much as I enjoy Jericho on commentary. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Impact this week. Uh, Chris Bay versus David Finley. Was probably like one of the standout matches on the show. So definitely go back and check that out if you haven't. And yeah. So that's pretty much for Impact. Um, let's get into NWA. NWA's got two pay-per-views this weekend. Um, uh, let's run through these real quick. We can do some predictions if you guys want to do predictions for that. Sure. Because I watch so much NWA. <laughs> well, I mean, the women's one, there's really not that much. Not that much going on for that one. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, NWA in power, uh, which will be NWA's first all-women's pay-per-view. This one actually should be really good. I'm looking forward to this the most out of the pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, We have the inaugural NWA Women's Invitational Cup, which will be the main event of the show. Um, Participants in this match are Lady Frost, who will enter the match at number one. Uh, Tootie Lynn, independent standout from the St. Louis area. Uh, of course, Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, sorry. Uh, Jimmy Senegal, Debbie Malenko, uh, huge Japanese wrestling legend. Bianca Corelli, of course, the daughter of Santino Morella. Genocide, Thunder Kitty, Masha Slamovich, and Kira Hogan. Me personally, I I think Chelsea Green's going to take this. So the winner of this matchup is going to go on to NWA 73 and take on the winner of the NWA women's title match. Is Camille versus uh, Layla Hirsch? Well, give me Thunder Kitty. (laughs) Thunder Kitty. Great name. Ten out of ten. Oh, man. Carl, are you still with us? 
I think we lost Carl. Maybe. <laughs> I think Carl passed out. Oh, good. Give him <laughs> slam a bitch. <laughs> I'm still here. You still there? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. You're on mute. <laughs> I thought, well, I don't know. Oh, I thought you passed out. <laughs> Had a uh, drunken stupor and just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Oh, and so who you got for the the women's invitational for Empower? Um, who's on it again? Uh, Lady Frost. Cootie mm-hmm. Lynn. Chelsea Green, Jamie Senegal, Debbie Malenko, Bianca Corelli, Genocide, Thunder Kitty, Masha Slamovich, and Kira Hogan. Uh, give me Thunder Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> Thunder Kitty's real. Telling you. All right. All right. Like I said, the winner of that match will go on to face the winner of the NWA Women's Title Match. Uh, Layla Hirsch versus Camille. Um, there ain't no way Layla Hirsch is beating Camille. Absolutely not. Camille's going to beat her like she did all those girls in softball. <laughs> oh, man. Thunder Kitty's um, Layla Hirsch's mom is going to come complain afterwards. all right knockouts championship match so the impact knockout title will be defended in power as well um melina will challenge yana perrazzo as much as i love melina um, no way diana perrazzo is losing yeah i don't think they're gonna Send their women's title to another company. And then we're going to kick off a women's tag team title tournament. Uh, The first round matchup is the Free Babes, which is made up of Terry Gordy's daughter, Miranda Gordy, um, Hollywood, Haley J, and Jazzy Yang. Um, two of them will be taking on the team of Keelan King and Red Velvet. Taking the five plus three girls. I don't know, man. I think something tells me that if you're if you're going against the free babes, like that's uh it's a pretty bad choice. <laughs> yep. I've seen some uh, some snippets of Miranda Gordy, and she's she ain't no joke in that ring. So hopefully she's uh doing that name proud for her dad. Uh, we got here next round matchup for the tag title tournament: Hell on Heels, Renee Michelle and Sahara Seven. Taking on the Hex, Allison K and Marty Bell. 
Yeah, uh, any match Marty Bell is involved in, give me Marty Bell. <laughs> yep. I I think we're going to get the Hex and uh, the Free Babes. Which brings me to the next match, <laughs> which will be the finals. So the winner of this match will crown the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions. Um, I'm going with... I think we're going to... It's going to come down to Hex. And the free babes. And I'm going with Hex. As am I. Uh, I don't know. Fabulous Free Girls is like a pretty cool name. Yeah. Yeah, but the other team's got Marty Bell. Yeah, I know, but they got a pretty cool name, so... You know, you get places with a pretty cool name. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and the last match we got on here, Battle of the Brands. NWA's Kylie Ray, Smiley Kylie Ray, will take on Triple A's Chica Tormenta and AEW's Diamante. You already know who I'm going with on this one. But I don't even have to say <laughs> Going with, you're going with Chica, aren't you? Nah, man. Diamante all day long. Maybe we'll see Eva Lee's return. <laughs> Maybe. So I'm, I'm predicting that Becky Lynch shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Like it. Uh, Garrett, who you got? Uh, give me Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Awesome. All right. So that's Empower. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm excited for this pay per view. Like, in all honesty, like, there's a lot of the women on here I'm not too familiar with, but I'm familiar with enough of them. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see this. Uh, NWA 73. This one's going to be a good one as well. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship match. Nick Aldis defending against Trevor Murdoch. I believe this is a title versus career match. So if Trevor loses, he retires. Well, I'm taking Trevor Murdoch. I'm taking Nick Aldis. They're also taking Nick Aldis. Yes. Yeah. I think Trevor Murdoch has diabetes. Uh, and if you don't, you probably should. You need to say it right. Diabetes. 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 <laughs> diabetes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> NWA National Championship match. Chris Adonis versus the Cowboy. James Storm. Look at that. NWA pulling on all the stops here. Uh, I'm going with Adonis. Going with Adonis? Going with Adonis. Well, um, it depends. If he come, if Dame Storm comes out to Bon Jovi's uh, Cowboy song, you know what I'm talking about? I'm a yeah. cowboy. On the beer cooler. Yeah. 
If he comes out the Bond Deadly, there's no way he loses. So it just depends if he comes out the Bond Deadly or not. I think he's going to come out the Bond Deadly. Only <laughs> if Bon Jovi is entrance music. <laughs> Otherwise, Adonis. <laughs> Dead or Alive, that's the name of the song. Yeah. Garrett, who you got? <laughs> Give me James Storm. All right. What are you eating? Here's like best friends with James Storm, right? Peanut M and M's. Fuck you. Nah, Garrett's best friends with uh, um, what's his face? Um, fucking when, hell. When no, I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, I've met. I actually had an encounter with James Storm, and it was not the best encounter in the world. Yeah, he was kind of a kind of cowboy. Even though I ended up helping out his table, and he ended up appreciating me, so it was all good. Yeah, this cowboy, this old cowboy. (laughs) I just think he was just irritated. Well, oh, he got there. He got to that show. Super he got to the show really late because he came he into he came into RDU instead of coming into Wilmington. Yeah. If he would have came into Wilmington, he would have got there on time. Yeah. But that was that was what for us was like a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So they had to send a car to get him from RDU. And then bring him back to the show. So he got there right before, literally, probably like 20 minutes before the main event. Uh, All right. NWA Tag Team Championship match. Aaron Stevens and Kratos defending against La Rebellion. Mecha Wolf and Bestia 666. I'm taking La Rebellion on this one. I think Stevens and Kratos finally dropped the titles. Yeah. I think you're right. Carl and I picked this team to to get to this point, so we got to stick with them all the way. Yeah, <laughs> we love the devil. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Mickey James will be taking on Kylie Ray. I'm taking Mickey James. Never bet against Mickey James. Me neither. Well, it depends. If she was releasing an album, then yes, bet against her. But she's wrestling. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> All right. So, NWA Women's Championship match Camille or Layla Hirsch versus whoever wins the invitational. Um, I'm going with Camille because we all picked Camille to win anyway. Um, and I am too. I got Camille here. Yeah. All right, and then an oddball matchup. Tom Latimer versus Crimson versus Tim Storm with nothing on the line. 
Nothing on the line. So oh, I'm, I have, I'm gonna be like Carl. I have a question. Is uh, Mama Storm gonna be in attendance? Mm, probably not. Uh, that that yeah. matters. You gotta watch out for that Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going with going with Tom Latimer on this one. He's been on quite the uh, the role recently. Plus, that's what I'm saying. If Mama Storm was in, in attendance, then Tim Storm would win. Well, if she's not, then I'm going with Tom Latimer. Tom Latimer, if... Ooh, excuse me. If Mama Storm isn't there. <laughs> you got it. I'm going with Crimson Rotad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Man, they got some weird-ass matches on here, but I'm so excited for them. Uh, Tyrus, the Mass Man, and Jordan Clearwater taking on the Pope and Otison and Pero. So, who's the Mass Man? We don't know. Oh, damn it, it's Adam Cole. Fuck. It's not Adam Cole. It's Michael Cole. It's Michael Cole. I never bet against the Pope. Yeah, you can't bet against the Pope. Uh, I always go for a masked man. For a masked man. <laughs> so, you're a masked man? Dun, dun. I'm a masked man. Now, I mean, we don't, we don't get like, too many good masked men anymore. No. Nah. They're all luchadors, you know? It's like, sometimes you just need a fucking... I have fat ass with a mask on, you know. <laughs> That's why the question mark was so good. Oh, the question mark was very entertaining. Uh, we still have well let me go back here. So Carl's going mass man. Team mask man. <laughs> Team Mass Man. The Mass Angle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Team Pope. Uh, there's also a there's a 12 man battle royal to determine a number one contender to the national title. Um, there has not been any participants announced for this matchup yet. Can I make a Can I make a uh, a prediction now? Okay. I'm going with uh, UT Santa Claus. YouTube. What? No, UT, the dude that wears the UT orange Santa Claus fucking outfit that was in the oh. NWA crowds before COVID. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I predict he wins. I'm going, I'm going Ric Flair. Because he's supposed <laughs> to be, he is in attendance at NWA 73. They said wrestling, apparently. Um, Yeah. So Flair's gonna be in that small man battle royal. <laughs> right. It'll be so it'll be I, I'm going it'll be, with it'll be uh Rick Flair, fucking Ricky Morton, <laughs> JTG, <laughs> Art Anderson, fucking <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. I, I'm going with uh, my it's prediction is uh, <laughs> my prediction is zombie Enzo. Zombie Enzo. <laughs> 
because uh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. So he's got to come up from the grave. Oh, man. He's going to have one dime. Actually, no, he's still going to have zero dimes because I got back up. Yep. <laughs> Rick Flair and Ricky Morton in a hair versus hair match. <laughs> awesome. So, NWA 73 uh, will take place at the Chase in St. Louis. Same with, um, I think, NWA and Powers is taking place at the same arena. Um, you can order the pay-per-view on Fight. It's 40 bucks actually, for both of them, so not a bad deal on that one at all. Nope. And I think individually they're like 30 So you save like 20 bucks by ordering ordering the bundle package for both pay-per-views. So. Which I don't see why. Like If you're getting Empower or you're getting 73 why you just don't spend the extra 10 bucks and get both of them? Just, just makes sense to me. So, yeah, so definitely check that out. Big wrestling fan, NWA. Puts out some banger television shows, the NWA Power, and some pretty decent wrestling matches out of there as well. Um, what you guys want to do? You guys want to do Vintage Throwdown this week, or do you want to put it off till next week? Uh, I don't know. We can do it if you want to. Garrett, I'm hey, cool with it, but let's not spend like 30 minutes talking about it. <laughs> oh, hell. Well, we can skip it since Garrett needs to go to bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just know how Carl's going to get. He's going to talk about one thing for 30 minutes. Go fucking talk about how good fucking the fucking strippers were at the goddamn bar. <laughs> In Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> yep. All right. So we'll do, we'll do Vintage Sword on next week. Um, that is the, the February 1st, 1997 edition of Shotgun Saturday Night from the uh, the Mirage. Um, the card on this one was pretty good. It was Ahmed Johnson taking on Vader. Mankind versus British Bulldog. Savio Vega versus Jesse James. And the Godwins taking on the Headbangers in the main event. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. And that's that's pretty much it. That's That's the show. <laughs> oh. Um, we got some plugs and some shout outs as usual. I think I've shouted out, um, some of these guys quite a bit tonight. So they owe us <laughs> big time. Uh, so the four horsemen of wrestling podcast, the fig cave, uh, with a good friend, Phil Gentile, um, should have some stuff coming up. Um, your fantasy football type of guy. Um, he does have a side podcast um, that drops on the Fig Cave feed as well, um, talking about fantasy football and some strategies for your drafts and your picks and all that fun stuff. I know squat about fantasy football, so this would be a good, good listen for those like me who don't know a damn thing and want to get into fantasy football. So definitely check out the Fig Cave, uh, the Run-In Podcast with Tommy and DJ. Uh, check those guys out as well if you're looking for more, more than just wrestling talk they dive into pop culture uh, more toys and just wrestling toys things like that um, good stuff there and a call up with Kenny <coughs> every week's got some good stuff lined up um, he did drop an interview with Mickey James last week uh, promoting NWAs and power um, and he also had a, a live feed on his YouTube uh, with the chick that won the uh, 
the TikTok ring announcer contest for SummerSlam. So, which is actually a pretty, pretty good interview with her. Um, I thought she did a pretty good job. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and as always, we're going to leave you all with the theme of the week. Carl, it's your pick. What you got? Uh, yeah, so my pick, I made it three weeks ago when Garrett fucked up. And it's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm going with Hope Hogan's original um, WWE theme. Um, I think it's called Hogan's uh, theme or Hope's theme. Uh, and it's the same one that uh, I didn't know Hope Hogan from this, but from the cartoon. If you've seen the Hope Hogan cartoon. Oh, uh, the uh, yeah. rockin', rockin' wrestling. Yeah, the dun 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 Oh, maybe there's a reason I didn't I didn't pick it. It's fucking awesome, Garrett. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you son of a bitch! (laughs) They used to have like all the episodes of Rock and Wrestling on the network, like when it first launched. Maybe like probably four or five months after the launch. They had them all on there, then they just took them down. Like I don't know if they like didn't own the streaming rights for it. They were just you know, paying for it and just to stop. But I was kind of disappointed. I didn't get to finish the, the series. But. NBC, get on it. Damn sure it was on NBC anyway. If I remember correctly. Uh, I don't. I don't. I had uh, a couple of VHSs just on a watched As on like early Saturday morning. Ah, so. uh, well, there it is. Your theme of the week: Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling theme. Um, Hulk's theme from the cartoon. And that's gonna wrap it up for another edition of the WrestleGannon Podcast. This is episode 107, uh, season three, knuckle deep. Or to quote um, some Tool lyrics, elbow deep past the borderline. In the season three. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for checking us out again this week. Um, hopefully we didn't offend you all too much and stick around for next week. Um, but if we did offend you, we're really not sorry. Because there's a reason why our tagline is the bad boys of wrestling podcast. <laughs> but uh, for those of you who do that stick around, thank you. And we'll chat with you guys next week. Later, Marks. And Garrett so white, his third rapper spread there. I'm saying Fred Durst and Jeff Jarrett have never been seen in the same place at the same time. <laughs> it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs>